Coming up on today's show, the latest developer direct from Microsoft reveals our first look at Indiana Jones, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla being worth your time, fantasy critic games draft, and much more. Oh. It's I find it funny when you do run into those people that um, at least you grew up with games. You went a long period of your life playing games, and yeah, you yeah. just kind of just fell off. But you were still playing through. You were playing the big ones. You were playing Uncharted. You were playing every Metal Gear. You were playing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You had your your through line, but like it's kind of funny if you ever run into those people that just it was never their thing, and that's totally okay. But then they're getting into it now. Yeah, and they're, they're in their like forties like, or their thirties, whatever. <laughs> And it's just blowing their fucking mind because they're Great. like, yo, Great. what the yeah. hell? Like, this is like, what is this? I didn't realize this is what it was. And they're yeah. all like freaking out. It's like, oh, yeah. man. Like, we had a whole conversation in the office. You know how you have those like in office conversations that like nine people get involved in just <laughs> sporadically? We had one of those about the Last of Us show. Mm. And um, I think we convinced one of the guys that works for me to like buy a PS5 just to play Last of Us 1 and 2. That's really? how much he liked the show. Yeah. Shit. Speaking of which, um, by the time this episode comes out, it will have been out. I think I'm going to try and start downloading it at midnight. I want to fucking, my, I got some fast go? internet now. I want to play that shit. Right. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but. Right. I, um, I can kind of kick off if you want with my, what I've been playing recently. I got some well, let, things to say. Yeah, let, let's do it. I want to hear, yeah. uh, I have one question for you. I don't know if you, you're going to get to that right away, but let me roll the yeah, intro yeah. and then tell me let's everything you're playing. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast covering everything possible under the nerdy umbrella that is video games. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, and I'm here with my co-host, as usual, the controller snapping, Sinchacho. Um, do tell. You have yo, been yo. playing, uh, you seem really fucking jazzed about oh. it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been playing some stuff. And listen, remember when you told me, you're like, you'll never clear the backlog. It'll just keep getting bigger. Mm-hmm. I fucking finished the backlog. One There's exception. No, way. no, I did, dude. I finished. Now, I didn't I didn't complete every game, but I at least played it. I'd say each game. There's a, there's a handful of games in here. I'd say less than five that I played for like four hours or less. No. Or no, sorry. I was going to say, I think, minimum. I, I think your definition of backlog must be very different from mine because if I were I to do that, I think it. I have like 150 oh, games. No, no, that no, would no, be I don't have that, that many. List. I don't have that many. I cleared them all off. The only exception is Armored Core because I just mm. need to let that simmer. Um, but here is what I have downloaded and plan on playing. And okay. then I'll tell you what I'm currently playing. So I've downloaded the uh, trial for Mortal Kombat 1. Nice. Because okay. I feel like that's the perfect amount of time. That's going to be an hour or two hours that lets me play it and then cuts mm-hmm. me off. I think that's all I need. And if I need more, I'll know based on that trial. So that's perfect. Um, obviously, Last of Us 2, going to download that. That's coming out today, as we talked about in the quick preamble. Um, excited about that. God of War DLC, still going to play that. That's now Ooh, on the list. We're going to talk about that today. I added Dark Pictures Anthology gonna give those a run see what that's like aren't there like six of those that's there, like six, you're, you're playing like six games by, i think there's i think there's three there might be more i'm gonna check them out i'm gonna see what they're all see. about i'm gonna okay. go i'm gonna go through that that might that's not a priority but it's on the list um rayman legends downloaded Sorry, there, there's eight there's eight that's <laughs> so, too many games good luck to you it's entirely um, too many games rayman legends we talked talked about it last super week excited about it it's such a fucking good game. Such a good game. It's I remember so playing it, dude, like on my phone. That's how long ago. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play that. I'm very excited. Also downloaded, ready for this curveball? Far Cry six. 
Ooh. Uh, Let's see what uh, Far Cry 6 is about. Have you played any of the other ones? Did I think play? I played three and part of four. So not a huge history with it. Going to see what it's all about. Very excited. I think you'll like it. it it's very Ubisoft formula, so a lot of people yeah. are just tired I think of I'm that. Ready. But honestly, I think I'm ready for one of those. Fun, dude. I think fun I'm ready for game. one of those games. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Persia, which I'm not going to buy right away. We've talked about mm. it. It's out. That's I on do, my I list. I do want to get it eventually. Did we talk about it last week? We did. We did talk about we it We did cover week. it, right? Because we did cover I, it. the more I see about that oh, game, and I think that's what's tripping me up. Everyone's loving it. I gotta get it. I get, I'm not gonna it's get gonna it right so away, good. but I, I have no, to. No, gotta give it some time game. to breathe. But yeah, so here's the game I'm playing. I had this downloaded on my system. It was free on PS Plus. I knew this was gonna happen, which oh, is why I know what I you're, I know you're gonna say. The Callisto Protocol, mm-hmm. bro. Too many people shit hard on this game, and you know me. I'll be the first to shit on the game if I think it's garbage. Honestly, man, the guys who that. made the guys who made Dead Space made the game. I would give it a solid, honestly, like eight out of ten. How like far are is, you? I'm curious. It is fun. I think I'm about halfway. Like wow, okay. it is. So it's not a long game. I think it's 12 hours. Like it's mm. like a typical Resident Evil type length, I guess. Maybe a little longer. But dude, I'm having a ton of fun. Like it very much. It's Dead Space almost to the T, which everyone knew when it was coming out. Uh, the combat's not too bad. It's very focused on me- melee. I can never yeah. say this word right. Melee, melee. How do you melee. say melee? Yeah. Melee. So it's very focused on that, but has you have a gun as well. And you have a power where you can grab a body and throw it with like a power glove. Isn't that like stasis and, and Basically, Dead Space? Exactly. Same similar. Thing, right? Similar, yeah. yeah. It's a very similar game to Dead Space. It's not as good as Dead Space, mm-hmm. but the jump scares are still quality. They did a great job of mo-capping fucking um, Josh, Josh, Josh DeHamel or whatever. DeMal, DeHamel, DeHamel, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that I will say the character work, his lines better than Dead Space. Honestly, because Dead, Dead Space was a dude in a helmet the first time. They added a little bit to the remake, but it's a. I think it's a good game. It I, lo- uh, visually, yeah, visually, it's great. And everything I've seen, it looks well. And I sent great. you a clip last night. Like I was in this base, so you're you're a prisoner, and the story about how you became prisoner is actually kind of interesting. Hmm. You're a prisoner on a moon in like a moon base, similar to like what Doom was, honestly. And you, you escape, and now I'm on the moon in a spacesuit. And, dude, it looks fucking legit. I was like, this this game... I keep waiting for, like, okay, when's this game going to get cheesy and dumb and whatever? Like, Because I remember hearing reviews about, like, oh, you're just walking down a hallway taking out enemies. Not at all. That is not accurate. Hmm. Like, some people... I've, I read up some of the criticism. I'm like, I got to know why people hated this game. And some people said it feels like it's on rails, like it's a little too easy. Okay. I'm like, yeah. that's fair because I'm playing on the easy difficulty because I don't want to stress myself out. But there's been encounters where I'm like, if this game was any harder, I wouldn't be able to get past it. So if you really want a challenge, you can dial it up two or three levels. Like there's like a nightmare mode. You can go bananas. How many, uh, how many weapons being halfway through do you have access to right now? I know it's one, a lot of melee shit, but like- One gun. Have- one That's gun. It, eh? Now really? you can upgrade. Here's the thing, though. So there's a th- there's 3D printers all around this base, mm. and when you go to a 3D printer, if you have enough credits, you can upgrade. So you have more ammo, similar to Last of Us, like more ammo, more stabilization, different ammo, so you could do more damage. So the gun you have can be built upon and upgraded. And there are other guns. I only have the one, and I have a baton that I've been upgrading. And I have the stasis, which I've been upgrading. So you, there's a skill tree for all these things. Mm. 
and you use you find credits on dead bodies like you upgrade your stuff Very it's dead not space. the most it's yeah and it's not the most advanced thing and it does feel like a rip off of dead space this game coming out in any other year, I feel like would have gotten better reception because it came out the same year as Dead Space. I feel like that's why it got shit on hard, or maybe it came out last year. I can't remember. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Um, I think it was the end of two thousand twenty-three. Uh, t- twenty-two. Sorry. Um, Callisto Protocol. Yeah, it was December twenty twenty-two. Yeah. So it came out at the end of twenty twenty-two. That's a hard two, time to release any game, man. Hard December, time to release any game. You know, and then, anyways, uh, don't sleep on it, man. I honestly, I think you'd like it to be completely. I had like, it, so I had it downloaded on PlayStation Five because it was the free game. But I don't have my PlayStation Plus anymore. Oh, right. I haven't really it's used fair. any. You have such a been, backlog, like there's been no reason. And with PC, PC multiplayer is free, so I've been doing yeah. a lot of the multiplayer stuff there. And I just kind of realized it, it renewed, right? So I, I got my PC. I was totally fine with PlayStation Plus, but it came up in November and it was like a hundred dollars, and I was like, I, eh, I literally don't need it. So until the day I do, like, um, I can get Callisto back. But to me, because because of again, we talk about this all the time. Because there's so many old games I haven't played, or situations like this where the game came out like what a year ago, a year and two months ago, it's free now. I'm like, I've already gotten my money. Waste Whatever I dollars on it. Whatever I paid for the year, already paid for it because I don't know if I'd pay full price for this game, but I've played like three or four games on PS Plus that easily got my value yeah. out of this. Well, they, see, I've talked about it before. This is what is happening with me on PC without needing a subscription to Epic Games. Epic Games just like gives away games yeah. constantly. Over Christmas, they gave a new game away every day for like 12 days. Crazy. And these were some of these were big games, man. Like you got some really good shit in there. So um, I'm a fan of all that shit. I will probably get my PS Plus back at some point if I ever have the time to get to it. I do want to give it a shot. Um, but like I said, that backlog is just fucking stacking. And like I've talked about it before, I'm just going through a lot of playing older game not older like i'm playing like baldur's gate still on my second playthrough i'm playing death loop like just games that i want to go back and experience on pc but another game that i went back to because of the free update that came out is god of war ragnarok about valhalla yeah the valhalla dlc let me tell you so spicy that we we talked about it it shadow dropped uh at the game awards i don't think anyone knew that that was even a thing i might be wrong i wasn't it wasn't on my radar they announced it it was released right as of then or maybe the week after something came out immediately the trailer to me made it seem like okay it's the roguelike mode and whatever this and that when you say that to me like we're just going to release a roguelike mode my go-to thought of what it was going to be was arcade dropping his kratos and it's roguelike you go as far as you can until you die with a random set of weapons with upgrades with all these you know the the world's going to be randomized very returnal-esque you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah um it is not that and it is extremely story focused this is a full-on epilogue to ragnarok so if nice if anyone has played Ragnarok and you are like missing this and just you weren't going to give it a shot, like, dude, give it the time of day. It is worth your time. It's not that long. And this is the, the, the best mm. thing. So going into it, I was kind of immediately disappointed because I was like, oh, th- this is everything I just described about a roguelike mode 
It's not that at all. It is extremely structured. It will force you, it'll end your run for you constantly, but it's because of story reasons. So I went in with that expectation, was let down because I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like I want to see like where this mode takes me and this and that. But then I realized I'm like, this is just a very curated thing with roguelike elements to tell a story using kind of like Returnal does like Returnal's whole narrative is built around the fact that Selena keeps dying and finding her own dead body and she can't it's this eternal hell that she's putting herself through right same thing with the Valhalla DLC it's a very introspective look at Kratos and you know if anyone's beaten the game out there and you know how the game ends he's kind of like chilling on his own right now and he's kind of he doesn't know where he fits in and he's doing a lot of like reflection the story is so simple it's really quick i think i beat it in maybe four or five hours like maybe even less like it, it it's pretty straightforward um with a really powerful ending like nice. the ending the ending to that game is something that is so poetically like amazing for the character of kratos and it is one of those things that if you never get around to it it's not like it you know overshadows or like you're missing out on a chunk of what Ragnarok offered but like it's a it's a character piece so you're just missing this really cool epilogue of Kratos after the game ends the gameplay is fun as hell it 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 is that thing of like you go in there's a chest you open it up and it's like well what do you want do you want a power for your axe or do you want a power for the blaze of chaos you can only choose one and like you go through the game every time it's different your your power-ups your skill sets all this stuff changes with every single run through yeah um but yeah i beat it today and honestly highly recommend so if you do have the time now that you're clear of your backlog and you just want like a three four depending on the difficulty maybe five hour experience oh, fucking nice. give it a shot dude so that that's interesting because I, I just finished separate ways and i feel about separate ways i mean obviously without the roguelike mo like elements Separate Ways was very much like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Mm. There's more information I have now about the Resident Evil story that I, I, did we have that, all that context with the original? Oh, Separate Ways was a DLC in the original. It, it's mirroring the exact. Oh, it's the exact same the, thing. The, the okay, cool. It's game. been, it's been so long. I didn't, I didn't remember. No, it's like just all the like stuff the with original Wesker game, at the end. It's very different, and they they've changed a whole bunch of shit. But yeah, the whole like you playing as Ada, doing the the backtracking yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that that was on the original like PS2 and GameCube like release. But the Wesker stuff at the end that queues up kind of where that was there too, right? Okay. So, anyways, I thought that was really cool, and I'd forgotten a lot of that because it had been so long. Uh, so yeah, similar experience with that. Just fucking DLCs are killing it right now. I Just know. like and we right? got some good one coming out. Uh, it's not a main topic of discussion. I do want to mention it, though. There was uh, stuff that came out in the news this week about the Elden Ring DLC. Oh, yeah. Shadow of the Erd Tree. Yeah. And, like, no release date yet, but, yo. like That's going to be another 50 hours of gameplay. This is, just like we're saying with Alan Wake, like, here's the dilemma. If if, if they both come out on the same day, oh, I'm fucked. There will be no decision made. I will literally play an hour of one and switch <laughs> to the next. Like, th there's no way I can just put one of those to the side. But speaking of Shadow of the Erd Tree, one thing I wanted to talk about before we get to um, the developer direct, Microsoft's, uh, I guess, showcase. I don't know, it's not really a uh, showcase. Honestly, love that. It is a showcase. And yeah. it's done in a very smart way, and we'll talk about it. 
Before we get to that, um, I want to talk about something that I did this week uh, with Josh and some of their friends. It was a, it was a lot of fun. It's going to be something we do throughout the year, and that is a uh, a games draft, like a fantasy. Oh, the fantasy one. Yeah, tell, Josh deal. was telling us about this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they invited me into their draft that they they've done this now. I think they've done it since 2018, and it started with like two of them back in the day, and it just keeps growing. So, dude, we did this thing. It's on. I have it up here. It's If anyone wants to try this with their friends, it's, it's fun as hell. It's called fantasycritic.games. So if you go here, the way that it works, I thought was really interesting. So you create, like, your username, and then you create, like, a like a fake, um, like, publisher, basically. So mm. I, I called mine Bitch Salad. And then, like, we, we got, like... <laughs> Team Jerry, Away Hardware, like the, everyone just names like their yeah, their yeah. thing, right? So in this right now, we have we have five people that are doing this. Uh, the program takes care of everything for you. So once it's all punched in, we were on a Discord call. It kind of, I think we randomized who went first, and then it kind of just orders you in a random order. So the first person gets to pick whatever game, and and this is the thing, this program really watches out for what is releasing in 2024 um what is set to release and doesn't really have a date even if it's dlc so shadow of the Erd trees on there yeah, yeah all these things they really keep on top of it's just a drop down menu so you go in you can search by title if you're like ah, i fucking can't find it so basically the way this works is your first round picks like any fantasy league you you want your number one you want the sure bet right yeah and the thing you're fighting for here is critic score Right. So you are betting on, like, I'll give you an example. My first pick was Persona 3 Reload. So I am banking that that game is going to get a very good score. And come out in 24 games. And, and come out. Now, this game's coming out in, like, two weeks, so I, I think I'm oh, good. Fair, but fair. Um, that's the strategy, too, though, because you might pick a game that's kind of a safe game. It might get a decent score. Or you might want to bank on fucking, I don't know, a game that's going to be balling. Well, that's that's a tricky one too because like we know nothing about the devs so is it going to have a good score is it going to come out this year like y- you go back and yeah, forth yeah. on those risky plays that you're going to do right but the way that the scoring is set uh 70 per- uh 70 like a score of 70 when the game comes out is your baseline so if a game comes out if, if persona 3 releases next month and comes out and it's an 80 i get 10 points Right. Makes sense, right? It's the differential. Kind, kind of funny does this exact same thing. It's the same, I think they use the exact yeah. same program, yeah. yeah. So if you're familiar with them going over their year end or when they draft this at the beginning of the year, same shit. It is so much fun. We've gone through, you basically pick like your six, you uh, you pick one counter pick, and then you're given a budget to pick the, I think it's seven remaining each throughout the year, but you have to bid. So you have yeah. to be like, fuck, you know, we're going to talk about Indiana Jones later. That they said at the end of that thing that it's coming out this year. So if I want to bet on Indiana Jones, did the other did the other four people? What's that? I don't think that's gonna happen in twenty four, and I'll talk about why. Well, I mean, the fact that they said it puts it it up for like, do you want to bid? Do you want to bid? And do you think it's gonna be a good game based on what you saw? So you can wait strategically throughout the year. But if a game gets taken too early, it's the whole thing is is really cool. I'm sure anyone listening that's done this for actual sports. You yeah. know, knows it in and out. Um, but yeah, we, we're doing your, it. What are your picks? What are you, okay, your yeah. List? So let's get to to what I got. So I locked down on mine. First pick, Persona Three Reload. So 
by the way, we had like first picks from the other uh, from the other members were like Dragon's Dogma Two, Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. It was like the the ones we know were coming out, and we know were probably going to be pretty fucking good based on the pedigree yeah. of the the previous titles. It got to me. I think I was third. So by the time it got to me, Persona Three Reload, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, yep. just based on the fucking yep. last one, got a good score. It's a good game. Pacific Drive, yep. that is a game yep. right. that I'm. That is a risky that thing because it's an one, or, one, one way or the other. But dude, that game is looking really fucking cool. So it's a bit of a risk, yep. but I'm really hoping that gets a high enough score to bank me some points. Um, replaced. Now this is probably my most risky choice. This is an Xbox game that was announced like four years ago. It's in development hell. But if you remember, it's like a side-scrolling cyberpunk pixel art game. And it looks sick as fuck. Like if you, honestly, just while we're chatting, type in a replaced game and just watch like two seconds of gameplay. You're going to, I think you're going to remember what this game is. Uh, if this comes out, I, it's it's oh, oozing. Right. All that fucking style oh, of a game this. that I, I just can't see getting below 70. So for me, mm. it's not a sure thing, but I think it'll get me some points. And yeah, the yeah. risk really being, is it going to come out this year? Because there's no date yet. So anyways, that was, I think, my most risky one. The last two, I chose Rise of the Ronin. Yep. Because that's going to be coming out uh, mid this year on PlayStation 5. And that game's shaping up. Dude, I said this when we were drafting. It has gone under my radar. I kind of keep forgetting about it. I think I talked about it. Every time you remember, episode. you're like, oh, yeah. And then I look into it, I'm like, this is everything about this game is shit that I want in a game. Like, this looks yeah. so cool. So that was my fifth. And then the final sixth pick was uh, Stellar Blade, yeah. which is that, like, basically yeah. big Japanese, like, ass game, like, <laughs> fucking near Autonoma type of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's it. My counter pick, um, another Josh, so not the Josh that you're familiar with, another Josh chose Silent Hill 2 Remake mm. to come out this year and get that's on their list, right? That's my counter pick right now. Meaning you think it will not come out? I or it'll get a it, shitty score? I, no, I put it on there as I, I want it to get a good score, so I don't want to put that out there that it's going to get a bad one and be a terrible game. I just don't think it's going to come out, and hopefully that can bank me some points. And like, I w- honestly, up. man, I would take that or Metal Gear Delta as my counter pick because I feel like yeah. both of those, there's zero chance they come out this well, year. Well, here's the thing. Nobody picked Metal Gear as a choice. Because because literally no one thinks it's coming out this year. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 it was interesting. It's it's a fun little exercise to play and just kind of see where everyone's like picks are, what everyone's interested in. Like we got Star Wars Outlaws on here. Is that going to come out this year? It's supposed to. Hard to say. We'll it's supposed see. to be one of the biggest games this year. But yeah, you never know. So, anyways, uh, we did that. I love it. I think everyone should try it. It's a ton of fun. Um, but without further ado. Let's talk really quickly about the developer direct that happened uh, as of the day of recording today. How did you feel about this? You said you really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I think, and I think they've done one developer direct before, and I like that it's tight. It's like five games, six games. Here is what it is. Here's a trailer. Here's why we did the environments. Here's why we did the sound. Here's why we did the characters. Here, like they basically just take 10 minutes and deep dive on the game. 
I much prefer that to a fucking Omega logo for Ragnarok and then we hear nothing for two years. Mm. So I would rather something like this than traditionally the way some showcases have been done in the past. And like, to be honest, Sony's the worst for this where there's just no context. It's like a 30 second trailer. I'm like, what is this? Like, what was the one uh, in the spaceship we were talking about last week? Concord. Oh yeah, Concord. <laughs> They've shown the exact same trailer three times for Concord. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what this game is. <laughs> I would prefer my first look at any game to be this. I know that's being greedy, and yeah, they got to release teasers and get people pumped up about it. But seeing these five games deep dived was fantastic. They're not all for me. Like Secrets of Mana. And um, what was the other one? Aura History Untold? Aura, yeah. Yeah, like those aren't for me, but I can appreciate the way they were presented and they were done. Xbox has a better level of polish to these things than Sony does. I'm going to say it, honestly. Jim Ryan is a fucking wet fish, always has been. (laughs) He's out now, thank Christ. But like, even that aside, I feel like a lot of the Sony showcases don't, they're not as professionally done as these ones. And I, I just really, mm. this is one of the best things I've seen Microsoft release. I will say like, the way that Indiana Jones was shown, and we'll, we'll get to that last, because that is the yeah, yeah, biggest yeah. thing that of is this the show, big clearly. Thing. But yeah, I'll agree with you. The way, like, we did not know anything about this game. We knew that it was coming and that Machine Games was working on it. No fucking idea, any details about this game. And to see it the first time, in the way that they they're showing gameplay, Brilliant. they're explaining gameplay, they're they're revealing all these things. But before we dive into that, let, let's rewind to the top of the show, which was avowed by Obsidian. And honestly, this is right back when these consoles were announced. This game was shown off. Yeah, it looked very different in that original trailer. So to your point about these like kind of sizzle trailers that we see, and Sony does a lot of them when xbox was like here's the the new series consoles they were showing off all these things avowed was in that trailer and it looked it was a very brief like i think you literally saw a guy pull out a sword he pulled out his other hand and kind of used some like magic spell and that was like it but it was dark it was gritty it had this kind of like mystery tone behind it they flat out said they've really changed like the look of it over development and we finally really get to see the deep dive in this thing and it, it does look pretty cool i i don't know if i'm sold looks a little yet. stiff a little stiff in my opinion it looks so they even addressed like obsidian being obsidian and just knowing rpgs inside and out they're the ones by the way i know you never played like the fallout games they're really known for like a lot of rpgs but making fallout new vegas was one of the moments where the world was like oh my god like you guys you guys took fallout from bethesda and made it better like some people still hold new vegas as the best fallout despite like the releases since then so to finally see it um it does look very skyrim-ish right like that 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 tone that style and everything but way more colorful and the one thing that they really highlighted and i think a lot of people are going to appreciate um, is the combat changes like they're trying to really make this feel good to play as a first person i, I don't even know what it is like not bioshock <laughs> yeah like you you got a sword it, when it connects you kind of feel it connect or when you got, you got a, a wand. wand like you actually feel like you're doing something and not just like flinging fucking confetti um because yeah that was the big thing it still is with, with starfield these days where the combat just isn't 
it, it doesn't it doesn't hit you don't feel you don't get a lot of feedback you don't get a lot of like mm. excitement out of it. it's kind of stiff um so yeah, they, they focused a lot on that i think the the environments look pretty fucking cool i think the art design in this game is kind of hit or miss there's things that i really like about it like when i talk about like character models and, and enemies and stuff um but i gotta say the the actual environments look phenomenal just the the realization of all these like fantastical weird places that you know i don't know how the fuck they come up with these things but um how did you feel about avowed specifically was that anything that Uh, might catch your interest not not for me like i was saying the the combat felt a little stiff in that trailer and i'm just kind of like there's there's a lot happening here i'm not a big rpg guy as you know um but cool i think for the right audience for sure I mean, clearly you can tell you can tell there's a lot of work that's been done on that. And again, I appreciated them going into detail of like, here's why we did this. Here's what we did. Here's like the depth of reasoning. Like each each thing was ten minutes. Like mm-hmm. they showed off five games. It was a fifty minute fifty minute direct. Like I think that is the way to do these. I think you could do away with all the sizzle bullshit and like, or maybe not do away with it, but release it the way Sony did with that one we reviewed a couple of weeks ago, where it's like drop your trailer of crap coming for the year and we can watch the sizzle shit on our own. But to get everyone gathered and have games media doing reactions to everything, let's do it this way. Like if you're going to have everyone get together for a live stream that is like this big deal, do it like this. As opposed to, you know, even the game awards, like some of the stuff you're just like, what the fuck? Like this is not like, I would have rather seen nothing than been teased with even the we'll go back to like when they announced fable like how long ago did they have that venus flytrap just grab a fly and say fable and then well, three it, years it, past, there is something like, to be said about the the marketing like hype cycle right like if you I want guess, to talk about that like, you gotta let the fan base kind of have their imagination run wild and build hype without you needing to really do much it is a it's a method in basically going you guys have been asking for it. Here it is, mm-hmm. title card. Now, how much effort did that that you know that they put yeah, into that? Yeah, Not a whole lot. But what we're was working the hype on it. Output? Here's what we're doing. Fucking through the roof. The, it, everyone went insane. Fables back. Oh my god, it's just a CG trailer. But like, they got the humor. You know, the fucking the frog takes that fairy and just demolishes her. Like, mm. they're back, baby. And then people talk endlessly about a small little teaser that took next to no effort compared to a full you know the game is, yeah, is now almost finished and they're taking yeah. so I, there's something to be said about that because then i think to your point once you get close enough to the release or just through where you can show this stuff off that's where this stuff really shines i think mm-hmm. in the case like i said with indiana jones it was cool to just get the announcement see it for the first time get the backstory and all that yeah, 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 yeah. i just don't think you can do that for every game and i don't think it works for every game that's fair. Because Indiana Jones does not have the pedigree to be like Indiana Jones and the, what is it called? The fucking the Great Circle. No one would have lost their minds. Yeah, I'm true. a huge Indiana Jones fan. I would have just been like, cool. I'll I'll wait. That's basically what happened, right? Isn't that that's exactly what happened? We got that. Um, it was the CG trailer of like uh his desk, and they're just going over like maps yep. and like all his like gear and shit. Um, I remember seeing that and being like. Cool, you know. Cool, please that's, don't fuck this up. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but now that I'm seeing it this way, I'm like, 
fuck, we we got to hold off. There's a there's a lot to say about this game. But my point being, I think when there's a game like Metal Gear Solid, you show off that fucking yeah, yeah, little yeah. bit, and it's like, oh, good. Yeah, all they showed God. was snakes' face it, and some animals, like some yeah. Or same with like, Silent yeah. Hill, where it's just like shots that replicate what you already know, and it's just a quick trailer. So, I think there's just there are reasons to do both. But yeah. I, I do agree that when you finally get to see this shit, um, and I want to talk about the next game here uh, for that particular reason, getting this for Hellblade Two. Yeah, was great. really really fucking even cool. all the all the mocap stuff like yeah yeah everything so like good. we've gotten up to this point an actual fair bit of Hellblade two we've got I think uh, two or three trailers that are like long gameplay trailers they're not yeah, the sizzle yeah, yeah. real hype bullshit you really get to see the game in action but I thought this was one of the coolest parts of the whole presentation they're talking about like just the fucking the, the psychosis thing about how they're they're working with like a guy at a university that's just doing like all the the insight into like how this works in the brain i think they've they said they actually talk to people who have gone through psychosis and have that kind of inner dialogue that that won't stop talking and how sound does design that, even like seeing how them, does that imp- yeah, yeah impact sound design seeing them like walk around the mic even just like some of the different tricks mm. when they're capturing the sound and stuff all that stuff was super cool. Yeah, they're showing uh, you know all new combat. I think that was something that a lot of people, um, in terms of criticism, had about the first game. It was just very kind of straightforward. So, not too in depth, but they they did kind of show off um, a, a, a bit of that and how that's going to change. It's uh, the animations look like incredible. You you were saying mocap like that game looks insane. It does. Graphically, the animations, the whole style that they just have going on, like it's so dark and gritty and you know like when you see like a wet muddy floor or like you know you're on the beach and the sand like you can just like feel the fucking texture and for a game like that it really fidelity's crazy yeah fidelity's crazy high on that Mm -hmm. game like you can tell you can tell that game's gonna run on pc so fucking well did you you, i forget did you beat the first one (sighs) hellblade i don't think i ever played it i don't think i never played played it okay i don't think so um i didn't beat it I got about three or four hours in. It's not because it's a bad game. It's just it kind of one of those games that fell at like a poor time in my uh, in, in playing shit. Um, but I'm excited for this. That is a game I think I'll get in like a sale. I probably won't get right away, but yeah. you, you you bet your ass it's gonna look fucking good on PC, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna and melt the, some PCs. And the for first sure. the first two games, I think Avowed didn't have a date, but it had a month. I don't remember what month it was. Yeah, fall? I don't know if I call it. It's like it. a season. It was like fall 2024, Hellblade's May 21st. Yes. And that that was one, I forget who on our fantasy draft actually has that. So I, um, uh, oh, Josh. So I, I, I like message the group and I'm just like, well, May 21st, like you son of a bitch, you got it locked yeah. in. So if it, it, it's not going to get pushed into 2025 if it's coming out in May. Um, the next two games, I don't have much to say. They, they both look great. We had Secrets of Mana and both Ara History Untold, which is like the turn-based um, game. And I think it's because I'm so detached. I just do not have a history yeah. in playing With those strategy, strategy games, games and, and the, the kind of top-down style stuff. They look great like that for what they are. It's definitely it, an evolution on the genre. It's just not my genre. Yeah, It's like, yeah. It's like Catan. You know what I mean? Like it's a very Catan type yeah, game. Yeah. I went to, I don't know if I told you the story. So when I was at TwitchCon last year, which was such a fucking crazy fever dream. My whole time at Amazon was such a fucking fever dream. Like 
I went to that trip. I went to San Diego to TwitchCon with the head of Twitch, got in a rental car and drove to LA to watch a fucking LA Rams game, stayed in a weird hotel and then flew home. And that whole trip, I was just like, what the fuck just happened? But that was an amazing time. And at TwitchCon, I was like in between, I was trying to see my clients, see their booths and like check out everything that was going on on the expo floor. I had some time to kill. And there was a, there was a learn how to play Catan, like a learn how to play tabletop games room at TwitchCon. And anyone could just go in and if there was room, they'd, you could join the group. And if not, you wait. And I learned how to play Catan. And I was just kind of like, oh, like, you know, this is really cool. Not my thing at all. But just understanding like the tabletop, like gather these resources and here are all your little, it's like Monopoly basically for anyone who's unfamiliar, just a very different strategy. Um, Thought it was super cool. We'll never play it on a console. Like it's just not a, you know what I mean? Like it's just not my thing. Board games in general. I don't, are you like me where I don't know if you've ever had that group of friends that's like really into board games and like you get there, you're all just kind of hanging out and they're like, all right, let's play. Like we got this new board game and I, I've never in my life been more a deer in headlights than when someone is trying to explain without playing. If we start playing, I'll, I'll pick it up immediately as we go. If you sit there and try and tell me verbally how a board game works and there's more than like two or three things to explain i, I just it's you're speaking another language i've no Dude, idea what the fuck it's so on. funny because i have been on both sides of that i've been the person being explained it to and i've been the person trying to explain different board games or card games and every single person i have ever ex- tried explaining it to less than a minute into the explanation like why don't we just get started and see how it goes why don't we just do a practice run yeah and then on because they're they're articulating the anxiety you're describing basically and then i've been on the other side where i'm like just please stop talking play the game i'll figure it out (laughs) like it's it's definitely the case um i don't know if you know who uh auntie donna is it's like a like a comedy group from i think they're australian uh they they do like a a quick little skit on one of the guys trying to explain it's a made up board game that they made for the skit he's trying to tell it to his two friends and they're just fuck it they're not having it and it is it's one of the best sketch comedy things that explains that entire interaction right. so it's anyone listening worst. go fuck go look up Auntie Donna um, I don't even know what the key like board game I'm sure would bring it up but the guy's like basically explaining how like the wood cards get you like more <laughs> wood and he's just like how do you win the game you have to have a lot of wood Okay, well then, how, like, what do I? How do I trade this? And I, you got to go down here. You got to chop down trees and blah blah blah. Like, That's Katan. Yeah, it's. I, yeah. It, I'm sure it's fun as hell. It's just, yeah, you got to be. Me. You got to get into My it. My brain play doesn't it, work this way. Do a mock round. Yeah. Um, fuck, doing it. That's what it is, though. But you could tell, like, you know, I, I did appreciate that for Ara History Untold specifically, that the team from Oxide Games was, like, super proud. I'm like, you guys are just, like, really into this genre. Like, you they seem, tell. yo, they seem like a great fucking team. Everything right? about that video, they just seem like a tight-knit group. The guy comes in. Time. The guy yeah, comes in. He's like, hey, a drink. hey uh, this guy, we used to do this in his basement. Like, hilarious. Mm. Which, remind me, there's an Easter egg not really an Easter egg, but there's something I don't know if you caught in the Indiana Jones presentation that I'll tell you about when we get there. Ooh, well, let, let's move on to that now because there's a lot okay. I need to talk about. Jesus, right, yes. Right off the bat. Okay, so 
when they announced the, in that like CG trailer we were talking about that it was going to be an Indiana Jones game, I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I think we had an Indiana Jones game on like PlayStation One, Something maybe, like that. and it was not good. Yeah. So I, I mean, just thought most movie IP is fumbled. It's the golden eye is one of the few exceptions. I don't know about you. My brain one thousand percent did not go to this is going to honor the movies i thought no, it was just the so. ip they had yeah, indiana jones they were going to do a fresh take i thought they were going to do uncharted dude i thought it was going to be uncharted but just a few things changed <laughs> remember no, ross but from I, friends I'll, just a few things changed that's what i thought it was going to be for me personally honestly i the fact i didn't even see it coming maybe is why i'm so excited i could not be more thrilled that this is literally another movie right? as a game with harrison amazing fucking did they mocap him? Because he's like seventy or eighty uh, now. Like, did they, they did they mocap him and just make him younger, or did they I, take footage from the movies? I don't know because I don't know about you. The the one they would thing, have mentioned it. I think if they mocapped him, it would have been part of the presentation. The one thing about this game that is throwing me a little bit. I'm gonna bring up the trailer. While Characters we're look awkward as fuck. Characters and animations. Yeah. There's something so, off. Weird. It's not bad. But there is something. It's not even the uncanny valley of you look so realistic. It's like it's unnatural weird. something. Well, is and that's what makes that's what makes me, me think out. that they took footage from the old movies and built his character based on old footage. Well, here's a question for you: Have you watched the latest Indiana Jones movie? No, no interest. The new the, the Shadow of the Crystal Skull or whatever was a terrible fucking movie so I haven't watched any since then I haven't finished it I watched like the first two thirds of it on the plane back from Mexico I enjoyed the fuck out of it oh did you oh fair and and you know I, I don't know what the general consensus is online like whether people hated it or whatever I just like it felt classic I felt yeah, like yeah. they did all the right things like it just and he's fucking old as shit and still managing to play Indiana Jones like heavy with the stunt doubles but yes I really liked it but the the part I want to talk about is the first 22 minutes which is a sizable chunk of the movie is all de-aging him back to those original films and it is one of the best examples I've ever seen in any movie of de-aging an actor and just there's moments here and there where you're like, ooh, something's off. Like he kind of. You're talking about looks, the CG on his face, right? Yeah, dude. Kind of, yeah, the yeah. whole 22 minutes is him in that age running around being Indiana Jones, and like there's close up on his face. He's doing all sorts of shit. It's not like they shy away, and it's yeah. his back a lot of the time. He is fully in front of the camera as young Indiana Jones from that original trilogy, and it is remarkable in terms yeah. of what they're doing. It's only like they tie him up at one point. And they get like the shot is literally his head. And he's yeah. making a lot of eye contact, like past the camera and looking at people. Every once in a while, you're just like, oh, okay, I can That's see old. it now. So but you have to be looking for it. I think if anyone didn't know who Harrison Ford was, they didn't really know who Indiana Jones was and, and didn't know what was happening. And you just showed them that movie. I think a lot of people wouldn't go like, is that like a, a person that's been crazy, like, right? Wild. So, um, by the way, I don't know if you, you remember. I'm a, I'm a diehard Indiana Jones fan. Like, these were some of my favorite movies. I used to watch these with Dad all the time. I fucking remember. I was hyped when the Lego game came right? out. That's, I that. that's how nerd my uh, my fascination goes for, for this. So, yeah, right off the bat, 
They show Harrison Ford. I thought that was super fucking can, cool. Before we get off Harrison Ford, can we just talk about how much fucking pussy Harrison Ford must have gotten back in the day? The fact that he did Raiders of the Lost Ark and Star Wars. Star Wars. So close and Blade Runner. That, and Blade Runner. Yeah. All, like, that dude was rolling it for like a... I mean, he still was years after, but that is like... That is he's a lot of He's objectively a good-looking dude. You know what I mean? Like, like he back was in his heyday, goddamn man, he definitely letting it. He was laying some pipe, like <laughs> real hard back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck, man. That how 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 much cooler can you be? Just insane. I mean, to be in both of those franchises, like, insane. Is, George is Lucas, crazy. you know what it is? Harrison Ford is to George Lucas what Leonardo DiCaprio is to Martin Scorsese. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You For know? sure, that's a good same comparison. comparison. Um, yeah, so I was going to say, uh, to What's anyone who is voice isn't... Troy Baker, what's that? You so that's the voice. voice. It's not, dude, it the is whole... Troy Baker. Yes. Oh my so God. I put a, you, you're reading Insane. the notes. I put question mark because the trailer just dropped. There's no info. I can't go and Google who is voicing machine games, Indiana Jones. So as soon as he starts speaking, I'm like, okay, so they, they got the likeness. It's clearly not Harrison Ford speaking. It's someone doing a pretty good good Harrison Ford like there's a likeness there for sure in the voice it took me halfway through the trailer and I'm like I think it's Troy Baker like I can hear him if I think of Troy Baker like I can hear him saying it blah 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 but I wasn't sure so I put it down sure enough fucking dude 10 minutes later my TikTok my Instagram everything Troy Baker voicing Indiana Jones Indiana Jones new voice will be Troy Baker and it's like it's everywhere so that's kind of fucking cool that that's super cool and like what can that man not do it's a it's a shame that he has the voice of some of these iconic characters but because he's like a gangly just regular whatever dude they they don't actually i guess they mo-capped him for death stranding but like Mm. he's not joel he's not like he's not any of these actual characters he's not um sully or whatever he he, is he mo-capped uh joel the did whole he? Thing. Yeah. Oh, did he? He doesn't look. Joel doesn't. I mean, he doesn't the look like face Joel. they changed, but the no, that that changed, is yeah. Troy Baker, like actually physically moving his body and shit. Right, right, right. That's true. My point. The likeness. The only likeness he has is Death Stranding, which I appreciate that Kojima did that. By yeah. the way, because I was like, this guy needs to actually be in a fucking <laughs> in a game instead of just his voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess the voice actors are used to that, though. Um, one of the things I was really happy to see was they actually tell you exactly where this lands. So not only is this based on the movies with Harrison Ford, but they're like, it takes place between like Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade, which, I mean, there's a movie in between there. So that's kind of a long... Yeah. They, they said the first and third movie. They're it's weird time. that they didn't say the... Well, it's weird that they didn't say it's between the first and second movie or this like the Temple of Doom. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. th- they just kind of didn't speak to Temple of Doom and said it. It happens somewhere in between the first and the third movie. We're not going <laughs> like, to talk about, about the second, second movie. So I, I found that confusing. Um, but regardless, um, the faithfulness to that trilogy, I think, is what pulled me in as a fan. I'm really curious what this game looks like to a person who does not give a shit about Indiana Jones, maybe a much younger person who just doesn't even know. Never well, that's, we talk films. about this all the time. Like the point of some of these games is to give us the nostalgia hit and the nostalgia dopamine hit, but also engage new audiences. So yeah, I'm genuinely curious too. Like, is someone actually going to find that? It's like, you know, they do these things a lot of the time. Like they take old IP and usually mm-hmm. try and have the duality of like, let's appease the old fans, get nostalgia hits. 
but let's also kind of like freshen it up for like a new audience, a younger generation, whatever, right? I think that's what shocked me most is that they're being so insanely right down to the music and mimicking the musical yeah. style from yeah. the original trilogy that I, I'm genuinely curious. I want to talk to someone who has absolutely no interest in Indiana Jones, like the, the old movies, and if this interests them. Yeah. Because it seems just very directed towards the nostalgia fans of Indiana Jones. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. The fact they're using like the score and they're having the full orchestra, I think is great. Uh, the graphics look, look great. The title is fucking terrible. Like, why can't it be called the circle of the circle of truth or the fucking that's pretty bad too. Ri- the ring of rudeness <laughs> or I don't know, like something that's something that's catchy. That's not the great circle. Like, I don't know. That just I don't remember what was the last movie called? Because um, I don't know the the one that just came out. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, two thousand twenty three. I don't know. The Dial of Destiny. That's a that's pretty. That's good. a cool that's one. That's good. a pretty good one. Temple of Doom. Okay, Raiders Lost Ark. Sorry, I gotta say this because I'm gonna I'm gonna forget about it in two seconds. The bad. This is why I love this movie. The bad guy in this is uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Amazing. He's the baddie. Amazing. And then I mean, he, his right perfect. hand dude is this fucking guy. I don't know who this. What else is this guy in, in? the movie? Right. Boyd. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the sorry, in the movie, Boyd Hallbrook. I don't know what else this guy is in. He is a crazy good actor and such a psychopath. Right. Um, but anyways, yeah, dude, graphically, I think it looks insane. Like I said, there are just weird animations and facial things going on that are just really awkward. But it, it looks just great. Like, like, I think it's just like cheekbone shadows and shit like that that's making you be like, hmm, what the fuck? I think just seeing, maybe it's just tripping me out that I'm seeing a young video game Harrison Ford. No, it's it's weird. I'm watching it back. There's there's janky weird eye. I I can't put my finger on it, but it's creepy. The way me eyes out. move, <laughs> the way eyes move on video game characters can be a little weird. Um, the the Easter egg I saw. If you notice, when the game director's talking about it at the end, Todd Howard sneaks up and grabs the idol off the desk behind him. Oh no, and, that's great. And sneaks and sneaks downwards and takes it. Play play the thing back on mute. And you can see it. It's pretty funny. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't have the same history with Todd Howard that I guess everybody else does. Because my only real experience with him is for him stroking off Starfield for three years. Mm. Um, Don't know that I'm excited he's involved, to be completely honest. But I only have Starfield being kind of mid as, like, my only marker for him. Yeah, I I wouldn't be worried. Todd Howard is, is a very good, like... I mean, he's not the one hands guy on that doing like anything, no. Like, as a guy that brings a team together, he's yeah. He's not really. I wouldn't like, be worried about that. He's bringing the people together to do it. I just I don't know. Everyone's like Todd Howard, amazing. I'm like, but, but is he though? I don't know. Like, has he done amazing stuff? Like, he, I guess. yes. He, yeah, he's literally changed the entire gaming industry several times. So, yeah. but that was like, <laughs> yeah. well, what else did he do though? Because I'm not familiar. He did, Dude, did he every do Skyrim? Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Right, and just that's like, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. Maybe not way back in the day. But I think he came on. I don't know his involvement, but Elder yes, Scrolls is one thousand percent. He's like a Fallout's fair. Did you Skyrim too or no? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess Skyrim definitely game, changed everything. Um, so okay, Harrison Ford, crazy, crazy that they're just this whole mimicking of the old films, and they're really trying to make it look and feel like that. Lastly, first person perspective. I did I not like that. I did see that, that coming. 
Well, that's Did a machine th- games thing. They're machine games is yeah. big on that, yeah. right? Um, I, I, I personally, if I had to choose, forget who's involved, and you were just like, which one would you prefer? I think for all the reasons they even discussed in the developer direct, the reason why they go back and forth between third and first person, I love that by the way, is to give. I love it. Is to give the iconic look of the hat and the jacket and yes. the whip. I would have preferred third person the whole time, Resident Evil style, um, like you know, two remake, three remake, and four remake. Like the way they've remade those, I think would be my preference. Um, but I'm not mad at first person. I don't know. Like they explain, they're like, we want you to be immersed, and I, I get why that's a thing. The fucking whip, dude. Yeah, like, that looks fun as hell. To the use. fact that you have it a looks whip like they really and a gun. Fun. I feel like it's gonna be like Hitman. Not so much Hitman one, two, three as we know them. The Hitman's before the most recent three were very much like you can take a shotgun and demolish everyone, hmm. or you can go stealth wise. I feel like they're giving you the same options with this game where it's like you can be very stealthy, you can use your whip from far away, or you can take out your gun and blast everybody. Yeah. I, I like I like that. Watching the trailer, so it was very unexpected. Like I said, I did not think this was going to be first person. I think I'm personally more intrigued that it is. And I think that's only because I've had how many Uncharted games to play, how many Tomb Raider games to play. I, I was know worried this was going to be a watered-down Uncharted 5. Is what that's I what I mean, though. To me be. now, especially you know, machine games doing this, I think the first person is really what is like, oh shit, like this is going to be not what I expected in the best way possible. It's going to be a re- like they said, it's going to be a way more immersive experience than having this this 3D character that you're over the shoulder of like running through a room. Like just this shot of him like going through the crypts with a little like um a lighter to light his way. Like yeah. that shit in first person is going to hit so much harder than it would in third. Um, and then that solution to be like, well, if you're going to do a cool, like, you know, whip and grab a pipe and fly over top of someone and land on them and do that in third person. The fu- I didn't even think that was like, okay. I don't know another game that's really done that. There was like the old Rainbow Six Vegas games that would change perspective sometimes, but mm. that's fucking cool. It's another cool like solution they thought up. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks super cool. I'm watching the trailer again. And even just the first reveal that it's Harrison Ford, you're just like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh my God! So have you good. have you seen the clip? It, I don't know if it's it's probably on Instagram somewhere too. Um, remember when we went to Disney World like fucking what twenty years ago at this point, and uh, we watched the Indiana Jones live like thing where the the ball comes yeah, down, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, actor yeah. runs away from the ball and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a clip going around TikTok and and Instagram right now where the dude does not fucking get out in time and gets trampled by the ball. Now, the ball isn't, you know, several tons like it probably would have been in real life, but it is enough to injure the guy. Like, I don't know what happened, but, dude, the crew, you hear him shouting, and he's running away, and you think it's all part of the act, and then the ball just runs over him, and all Disney crew from every size just like, oh, my God, (laughs) come running (laughs) in to help the dude. I'm dying to know, like, the aftermath of that. That's wild. Oh man, Th- this looks this looks good. I I don't know. I, I want to see more because I don't know if this is going to be a game we're going to get like right away. No and it's going to be Xbox exclusive, right? Uh, PC. I, everything on Xbox will be on PC. Oh, they don't right. have like console exclusives. So I cannot play this. But whatever is what it is. 
I don't know. Will this be the game that makes me buy an Xbox or a, I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to buy a PC I doubt it. <laughs> so all, for all the, for all the points that you, that we've made and talked about this a million times, I will shatter a PC tower. I'll fucking throw it out my top floor window. Yeah. No, so you I'm need like gonna, a series X or something. I need a series X and like, I don't know. Would this be the game? This game looks cool as shit. Like I think you playing it on PC. If you're just like, bro, this is like a life changing experience. Like I would buy a series X. This, this is where I'm, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm trying Cause to there's really so gauge. many, dude, the, 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 the things I want to play continue to stack up. And there's a lot of things where it's like that game on its own. I wouldn't buy a series X for, mm. but now the fucking, the list is getting real long. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'll be curious to see how this game actually does. If it comes out, so it, I, it's hard to imagine this game comes out and it's like an, uh, in the nineties, an absolute must play this is like a life-changing game yeah but we've only had the one look of it right so i you never know these days fuck i some getting surprised both ways i feel i know uh, especially with the last year goddamn um well that that's it i i had some other stuff on here but we're we're running i think to a good time where we can cut it off um any other uh closing remarks on indiana jones from you no, I mean I'm I'm excited for you to play it because I probably can't. Um, and <laughs> I'll just tell you all about it. Tell me all about it. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I think we there's been such a poor track record of IP based games in mm-hmm. the past. I think this is an opportunity to turn that around. That's a good point. Uh, excited to see what they do. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go download The Last of Us and see if I can play some some rogue mode tonight. Is it? Oh, 11.25. I got Half an hour. Bed. We're almost there. All right. Well, that's going to be it from us. Thanks to everyone for listening, as always. And we'll catch you all next week.